Welcome to the Morale Booster Network, a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu. I am an author, speaker, and strategist. I always say experience is the best teacher. You can stream or download this podcast from YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, and Pandora. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, 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 everybody. Good evening from Atlanta, Georgia. Good morning. Good afternoon from whichever part of the world you're listening to me from or from whichever part of the world you're watching me from. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu, and if you are just joining us for the very first time, welcome, and I would uh, want you to please like and share this broadcast. Like and share the broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear the message that we have to share today. Today, I have a transformational um, coach who is joining me, who will be joining me in a few minutes. And uh, you already know how we do it. Before I bring in our guest, I'd like to talk to you about what I have been mandated by God to share with you this evening before we get started. Now, today, I want to talk to somebody. This message is not for everybody. The message I have to share right now is for you who feels me deep down in your soul. So I want you to grab a pen, a notepad, a piece of paper, so you can write down as much as you possibly can. All right? So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, today, I want to talk about taking charge. Taking charge. How to take charge of your life. Now, I remember... When I was much younger, I made some certain decisions that derailed me from my initial goals and vision. I made decisions that made me drop out of college. I made decisions that uh, made me do things that were not in alignment with the foundational values that I had while growing up. But by the special grace of God, it did not take so long for me to realize that I made those mistakes. So along the line, I realigned with my true purpose in life and I aligned myself with quality people, positive minds, people who could help me see that I have greatness in me. I surrounded myself with people who helped me understand that in life it is okay to make mistakes, but identifying those mistakes and changing the situation matters a lot. And how did this happen? At some point I realized that without having the right vision, life will be hard. Without setting goals, that are in alignment with my vision, life will be hard. Without having plans that would help me move from where I am 
or where I was at that time to where I would like to be, life would be hard. And I knew that even if I had visions, goals, and plans without taking action, nothing would happen. So I found myself a mentor who helped me, who worked with me. I still have mentors on different levels. So I want to talk to you today, you who is struggling or finding ways to take charge of your life. Look, if I could transition from a college dropout to a PhD holder, then it means you too, you can take charge of your life. It means you too can do whatever it takes to help you align with your goals. But all you need to do is to adopt the method that I used. And I want you to write it down. It is called the VGPA method. VGPA. V stands for vision. When I'm talking about having a vision, I'm not talking about eyesight, but I'm talking about mindsight. I'm talking about you having a vision on about what you want for your life. Mindsight. Everything you can be in life must first be seen in your mind. So when you have a vision, a clear vision of where you want to go, that is the first step. I grew up in an environment where education was very important. In fact, if you are someone without an education, when you grow in that same environment, you would know that something is missing. But I knew that education was a platform for me to get to the next level. I had a vision. So you need to work on having that vision. And secondly, when you have a vision, that's not just enough. You must learn to convert that vision into reality because the vision is in your mind. So how can you convert that vision into reality? Is by setting goals. By writing it down on a piece of paper. On paper, you should always go with journals. Write things down. Look, I write things down, okay? So you should always go with journals. Write down the vision. When you, when you have that vision, write it down. It should be as clear as possible. And when you write those things down, it now becomes a goal at that point. But having a goal is not just the main thing. It is having timelines that will push you to accomplish or achieve those goals. So when you have the vision, write it down as clearly as possible with timelines, with realistic timelines. And when you do that, the next step will be for you to break down those goals into little steps. Let's take, for example, if you decide you want to become an investor, if you decide you want to become an entrepreneur, yes, being an entrepreneur is the major goal. But you cannot achieve that without having the right plan, right? So the plan is when you break those goals down into little steps, like saying, okay, now I want to become an entrepreneur. The first thing I'll do is I'll take some coaching classes. I'll find myself a mentor. I'll find myself a coach. That's a plan. And when you find yourself a coach, that is the beginning. Or when you say, I'll buy books, I'll buy certain books and start reading. I'll start watching or listening to certain programs. Those are the little plans that you must put in place. All right? And always remember that even if you have a vision, a clear vision, clear goals, and 
and plans, and you are not one who is willing to take action on those things, then you're going back to square one, right? When I dropped out of college, I knew I had to get back into school. I had a plan. I went back. I started from the beginning. I got my bachelor's. I completed that one. I got my master's. And I went further. I got my PhD. Right? So you need to have all that in place and be willing to take action. I really don't know how much you know about yourself. Neither do I know how much the people around you know about you. But this is what I want to share with you. I know for sure that you have greatness in you. It doesn't matter what your situation is. You have greatness. You have the ability to take charge of your life. It doesn't matter if you're just getting out of a relationship. Don't worry. It will hurt. Yes. But stay focused. God will get you out of it. It doesn't matter if your business is not doing so well right now. Don't worry. Stay focused. Everything has a season and a time. The time where your business will flourish will come. It doesn't matter if you're trying to switch or change careers. Oh, yes, it's okay. It's okay to start all over in whatever you do. But all you need to know is that you have what it takes to take charge of your life. If whatever you're doing does not align with who you truly want to be, it is possible to take charge. Have a vision, set goals, have a clear plan, all right, and take action. That's the VGPA method. So thank you so much for listening. Um, it's time for me to bring in our guest. I know she's eager to come and share right now. Um, I will bring her in shortly. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, please like and share this broadcast. You might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. So ladies and gentlemen, today I have with me Debbie Ann Smith. Yes. Now, Debbie is um, a transformation. Hi, everyone. How are you? Thank you so much for inviting me. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. So I want to introduce Debbie to you all right now. Debbie is a transformational coach. Um, she is specialized in burnout prevention and recovery burnout oh yes that's a big one burnout prevention and recovery she's also a servant leader with 22 years over two decades of active duty service in the united states army she serves clients throughout the united states she works with executives in multiple industries and roles including hospitality consulting, marketing, logistics, health, legal, finance, media, project management, tech, state, and even federal government. Look, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I want you all to join me as I bring to the stage this great woman, this woman who is focusing on a niche that is highly needed, no other person but Debbie Ann, Smith. Debbie, thank you so much for joining me on the program. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Wow. I love the dress you're wearing right now. And uh, that, that speaks volume. That, that tells who you are, that you, you have style. And you, you are, <laughs> oh. so that's, Sorry. 
No, it's all right. It's all right. Not a problem at all. It happens. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us on the program, Debbie. And uh, mm -hmm. thank you for your service. 22 years in the military. Wow. Absolutely, yes. Wow. Wow. That, that yeah, takes a I... lot of discipline. <laughs> It's not the, the, the longest, it's not the longest that anyone, the minimum that you can serve to retire is actually 20 years. And many people do tend to go a little bit longer. Um, I went as far as I could go and that was it. Uh, so, you know, it was time for a new chapter. And that actually is what led me into, to, the fact that I retired, I would have liked to gone further, to have gone further in my career, but I was just so exhausted and I knew something was not going well with me. I knew something wasn't right. I knew that I was not at my full potential. I knew that I could do more, but I couldn't figure out exactly what that thing was that was blocking or preventing me from doing so. And um, I... I didn't believe at that time that I would have been of any service, good service, actually. I could have stayed, um, but I don't think I would have been able to serve at my fullest potential in the state that I was in. So I decided that it was time to hang it up and figure out what was going on. Wow, and it was that's... during that time. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's great. That, that, that's great um, to, to share, you know, um, Debbie Ann. Um, the, the, the major thing is you did a wonderful job by serving, right? So thank you so much for your service. We really and truly do appreciate you. And, and, and now you are focusing on a niche that nobody really talks about. Um, nobody. People hardly talk about it. People fall mm -hmm. into depression. People become anxious. Some people even go ahead to commit suicide. Nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about burnout. But that's the industry, that's the area, that's the niche you are you are you are getting into. So can you please share with us when you decided to start talking about burnout? What what, what, in your mind? what was the feeling? Were you not having the impression or the feeling that you would step on too many toes? <laughs> So, um, as I, I was going to actually go into that, and I'm glad you stopped me to, to, to do this, uh, to ask the question, um, when I decided was actually after I retired, because then I, I, as I was mentioning that I didn't feel like I was at my fullest potential at that time. And I didn't have any joy in my, in my career. Uh, I was really just trying to survive and scrape by but I knew that I had more potential. I knew that there was more in me than what was being uh, displayed at the time. Anyway, after I retired, as when I started to figure out what was going on with me. And as you had mentioned before, nobody's talking about burnout because uh, even though I knew something wasn't right, I asked for help. I would reach out. I talk to behavioral health specialists. We have a plethora of them. There's no, there's, there's no end to the resources that we had in the military um, or have in the military to help, especially when it comes to mental health and behavioral health and things like that. But 
all the help in the world, if it's not directed to the right thing, is no good. It's like right. you're treating somebody for a flu when they're having a heart attack. That's right. not helping. True. So for me, um, what what came to a head was actually when I felt so helpless after you know, wanting to, to take a break and wanting to, I didn't see any other way out at the time. And I tried to commit suicide. I really and truly did. And it did not work. Fortunately for me, it didn't work. Um, <laughs> as so I was why, actually going the military. Yes. This was while I was still on active duty. Wow. Yeah, it was while I was on active duty. I had finished command and uh, I did command. I did well in command. And then I moved on to another position on staff and I did well in that position. And then they moved me to another position in staff, a different staff job, but it had a lot more pieces to it. It was a much bigger position, but with fewer staff members, fewer uh, uh yeah, fewer employees, if you will, fewer soldiers to help out. And it was very, very stressful. So we were also preparing to go on a deployment and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, this the simplest things, I just couldn't get them done. And I felt really hopeless. I was thinking about my son. He was graduating high school, moving into college. And I knew he was going to leave eventually because I am a single parent. And basically, my identity was going away from me at this point. My son would leave. I knew my career was coming to an end. And I was like, after all of this is gone, I have nothing left. Wow. Anyway, you know, that happened. I tried to kill myself. It didn't work. And after that, I started on this journey where I was adamant about finding out what was wrong, what was the root cause and fixing it. And along that journey, I also had to make a decision about whether I would stay in the military or not. And wow. I actually had my board file open for a promotion. And the last day of the board file being open was when I pulled my packet back and mm. I decided to submit a retirement packet instead. Wow. Um, because I knew that it was time to end that journey and start something new. Yeah, and, and, and a year and, and, later... Go okay, ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. A year later, I did retire. And during my sabbatical, that that uh, 12 months period, that is when I discovered that it was burnout that had me in that state of that frame of mind. Yeah. And, and so it was people, burnout. I was yeah, burnt so out. People, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. So many people go, go through burnout and the, the, some of them don't even figure it out until after a exactly. long time. Right. And that's exactly what happened to you. So what would you advise that employee who is currently, um, what, what would you advise people to do to prevent burnout? I would tell you to, to prevent burnout. You really need to start out with a few solid things. One, right. you need to have a very deep, well, not very deep. You need to start developing a connection with yourself to where you know how to pay attention to the signs that your body is telling you. You have to listen and not just listen. You have to act 
Don't right. wait till the last minute. Mm -hmm. Don't ignore it. Your body's telling you something for a reason. Listen right. to it. Right. And, and how do and, you and, develop that? Go ahead. Yeah. So now the do all aspects of um the labor market or do all areas of the labor market um generate burnout for example if one is doing what he or she really loves a job he or she mm -hmm. really loves is there a possibility of experiencing burnout from there yes you can experience burnout in that realm as well it may not seem like it but one of the things that you can do to help to keep that at bay also is to again when you listen to your body take breaks yes take breaks pull back and i don't mean just take break and go on a vacation to fiji and you know blah 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 no take a break and be still take a break for a day or two and literally just don't do anything don't think about work don't think about your schedule don't think about don't think about anything except turn inward and to be able to focus on your emotional, spiritual, physical, mental energy and putting things into you that are uplifting and fulfilling and healing to you. So it's good for you to do that. That's, that's why we have the weekends, but a lot of us do something, you know, to work on the weekends or something towards that end where we're not actually taking rest. Right, right, it is important right. I, to take rest. Yes, I agree with you on that. Um, taking breaks. Uh, for those of you who are listening to us now, please remember it is very, very important for you to take, a, a, take long breaks, 24, 48 hours. And within that period of time, you should stay away from work. I, too, am struggling with that. You know, I find it hard to, to take such breaks. And even if I decide to, to, to slow down, I still, you know, think about work. You know, so sometimes these reminders are necessary. These reminders are necessary. And, and I, I really do appreciate you for sharing because I will find time on my own because I'm, I'm actually struggling with this i will find time on my own to take a break for maybe 24 hours without working and and what are your long-term plans for you know educating people employers and employees about burnout my long-term plan is to continue to educate myself and to get out into as many platforms as i can to share the things that i've learned even the practical things that I've put into place for myself uh, to, to help me to prevent burnout. I just wanted to add something else. It's important for us to, as you said, journaling, writing things down. I think that is one of the most important things that you can do in order to learn to get in touch with yourself and listen to yourself. So I, I'm so... Uh, adamant i'm i'm so like uh I'm, I'm very adamant about that where it comes to journaling and writing down your feelings and writing down what you are thinking your thoughts what happened getting those things out of you very key to learning to be in touch with yourself that a physical routine where you take care of your body and then 
another routine of where you connect with your loved ones. You need to be able to connect with your loved ones and connect with whoever you, if you believe in God or something else or whatever higher, you know, higher power connection to those three things, God, yourself and your people, your tribe. Those are some tips that, uh, to lead with that. But for me, right. again, my long-term goal is just to educate myself and continue to speak out in as many platforms for as long as God gives me breath. Right. So, um, Waldo, Waldo Ikiriko just, um, he just sent a message. <clears throat> now he said, we should be careful with the use of the word burnout, uh, to, to employers and the workforce at large, they frown on the use of that word. So, you know, I asked you this question before, you know, how do you feel, you know, choosing this niche, knowing fully well that you will be stepping on toes, especially employers of labor? So how 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 do you think this battle will be won by you? <laughs> um, that is going. That's a great question. But if you care about the lives and, and, and the well-being of your employees, which is your most valuable resource, you won't shy away from controversial terms like burnout, because that's exactly what it is. It's exhaustion. Right. You are at your end because they have been. And, and you know what else? A lot of employers, CEOs, bosses, leaders, they set the tone for their environment, their employees work environment. It's a top down kind of a deal. So if your employees are burnt out, the onus is on them and they don't want to take that responsibility on themselves, it seems. However, I believe that if you want your resources to stay, your, 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 your most valuable resource to be around and to decrease uh, employee turnover, increase your productivity, servant leadership, put, give them everything that they need to be effective at what they're doing to, right. to take care of themselves. We right. can work at a hybrid solution on that where both parties win, but they need to feel heard and they need to feel valued in right. the workplace. And the employers are the ones that do that. That's true. And, and he just uh, sent another message. The use of the term burnout is subjective. There is no burnout doing the things you love. Remember, I asked you the question, if you're doing mm -hmm. like, I do what I love, right? <clears throat> and for that reason, I struggle with even shutting down. Like, <laughs> I want to keep going on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And like you said, sometimes you don't even figure out that you are experiencing it. There is such a thing as burnout. I'll give you an example. Like, we are not infinite. We are finite. So everything runs out of fuel eventually. Batteries run out of life and need to be recharged, okay? If you pull out a plug from an energy source, that thing does not have energy or electricity anymore. Nothing in this world is finite. Trees die. Leaves die and regenerate and so forth. My point is... Human beings do not have an unlimited source of energy. That means that we have to stop what we're doing and recharge. Even if you love doing it, you have to take a break. Literally. I love to run. But guess what? My legs fatigue. And if I keep going, I'm going to damage myself. 
Right. Okay. I completely agree and with so, you with that said, I completely agree with you. On you that. see my you know, point. Even when you're yeah. working out at the gym, right? Burnout is um, it, so you know, you, your it, muscles fatigue, and you cause more damage to yourself than good if you keep going. That's true. I agree with you, and thank you so much for sharing. Um, I wish you the best of luck. I wish you all the best, not even luck. I wish you all the best on this journey. Um, I Thank am, you so much. You're welcome. I, I am also um, in the clinical research space. And um, yes, a lot of clinical research associates the experience uh, burnout. And I am writing an article on, you know, burnout for clinical research associates. The thing is, we need to keep speaking up, Right. And mm -hmm. we don't have too many people out there talking about burnout. And uh, I hope Absolutely. when I invite you to come over, you would be willing to uh, join us to share some more on your burnout journey, right? I will. Okay, no problem. Yeah, for the sake All of right. time, yeah, for the sake of time, uh, I know you have an event you have to um, I do. Attend. Yes, yes, yes. For the sake of my time. Uber is actually here. Okay, great, 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 great. Right on time. So thank you so much for sharing. I really do appreciate you. Let's stay connected. And always remember that the, the world needs you more than ever before. Take care. Absolutely. God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yes. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, please remember to like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. Burnout is real. We've seen people who fell into depression, anxiety, and you just heard what she said. She tried to commit suicide. Yes. To all the employers out there. Yes, it is real. There's so many people who are working for you who on a daily basis are contemplating suicide, not for any other reason, but just for working for your organization. Believe me. So it's high time employers looked into this. We say we, we want work-life balance. Yes, that's what employers typically use to, to entice people in. And when they bring them in, they overwork them. Let's stay vigilant. Let's focus more on the mental health of our workers. Let's focus more on building relationships and finding out how things can be done to help people work effectively. Trust me, not every employee is happy working for you. So ladies and gentlemen, I don't know where you're watching from or listening to us from. Please like and share this broadcast. There might be an employer out there that this message will save. There might be an employee out there that this message will save. Thank you. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. God bless you.